हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट यूनिट 11 फेडरलिज्म एंड आवर टॉपिक इज वर्किंग ऑफ फेडरल सिस्टम ड्यूरिंग द फर्स्ट फोर डीकेस ऑफ द वर्किंग ऑफ द कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन द फेडरलिज्म इन इंडिया एक्सिबिटेड अ स्ट्रॉन्ग सेंट्रलाइजिंग टेंडेंसी वेयर इन द यूनियन गवर्नमेंट अकम्युलेटेड पावर्स beyond its constitutional competence it is true that the constitution permits for the circumstantial concentration of federal power in the union but it nowhere means suspension of the federal autonomy and powers of the state even during normal times how the center has encroached upon the autonomy of states the union government adopted several methods of encroachment the foremost being its exclusive power of defining what is national and public interest this prerogative have been used frequently to enlarge the legislative competence and to encroach upon the legislative authority of the state on the matters of the state list the seventh rule makes entries of the main subjects only over the years the center has evolved the practice of legislating upon the subsidiary matters or subjects either to give effect to main subjects or to seek national uniformity on a particular item in the large public interest as a consequence the center has encroached even upon the subjects originally assigned to the states to illustrate acts passed by the parliament by virtue of entry 52 and 54 entry 52 industries and 54 regulating of mines and mineral development of union list are typical examples under entry 52 parliament has passed the industries development and regulation act 1951 as a result the union now controls a very large number of industries mentioned in the schedule 1 of the act the constitutional effect is that to the extent of the control taken over by the union by virtue of this act the power of the state legislatures with respect to the subject of industries under entry 24 of the state list has been curtailed This act also brings under central regulation agricultural products such as tea coffee etc similarly parliament has by making the requisite declaration of public interest under entry 54 of the union list enacted the mines and minerals development and regulation act 1957 the legal effect to that to the extent covered by this act the legislative power of the state legislatures under 23 regulation of mines and mineral development of the state list have been outstripped observes the sarkari commission on central state relation as a consequence approximately about 93% of the organized industries fall directly under the control of the union 
by way of omission addition and transfer the go union government through different amendment acts has brought changes in the distribution of competencies as under seventh schedule of the constitution between the center and states thus 42nd amendment act omitted entries 11 education 19 forest 20 protection of wild life 29 weights and measures and the 7th amendment act omitted entry 36 acquisition or requisition of property from the state list as a result the state list now contains only 61 subjects instead of 66 subjects as originally provided on the other hand 42nd amendment act by way of transfer added four new entries in the concurrent list they an include 11a administration of justice 17a forest 17b protection of wild animal and birds 20a population control and family planning and 33a weight and measures besides important substitution made in the entry 25 education and 33 trade and commerce as a result we have 51 entries in the concurrent list in in the union list we find three important inclusion 2a deployment of armed forces 92a taxes on sale or purchase of goods in the course of interstate trade and commerce and 92b taxes on the consignment of goods besides though the substitution method the center has enhanced the ambit of its eminent domain along with it centralized planning through the planning commission is a conspicuous example of how through an executive process the role of the union has extended into area such as agriculture fisheries soil and water conservation minor irrigation area development rural construction and housing etc which lies within the exclusive state field it has been rightly pointed out by the dd basu that the activities of the planning commission have gradually been extended over the entire sphere of the administration excluding only defense and foreign affairs so much so that a critic has described it as the economic cabinet of the country as a whole in spite of being an advisory body its political and bureaucratic clout has gone to the extent of verticalizing the nature of federal grants to the states it now appears more as a regulatory body attenuating the politicization of transfer of resources at the command of the union to the states contrary to the wisdom of founding fathers article 356 has been used abused misused and overused for more than 100 times on an objective estimation it has been used for about 30 times to maintain the constitution and the rest of the time abused to settle political score 
usually dictated by the ruling party at the center. The most detrimental aspect of its abuse is that in most of the cases it has negated the basic premises of parliamentary democracy and federalism. This article requires a thorough laying down of norms as to prevent it, its misuse. Besides Sarkaria Commission recommendations in this regard, judicial pronouncements of Supreme Court in the famous case S.R. Bomai versus Union of India 1994 are here worth mentioning. The court held that the President's satisfaction, though subjective in nature, is the essence of this article. However, the President's satisfaction must be based on some relevant and objective material. President's power is conditional and not absolute in nature. If court strikes down the presidential proclamation, it has power to restore the dismissed government to office and to revive and reactivate the legislative assembly till the proclamation is approved by both the houses of the parliament. The legislative assembly should not be dissolved but be kept under suspended animation. On parliamentary disapproval of the proclamation, the dismissed government should be revived in the state. However, of far-reaching significance is the court's observation about the secularity of the state. The court held secularism is one of the basic features of the constitution. While freedom of religion is guaranteed to all persons in India, from the point of view of the state, the religion, faith or belief of a person is immaterial. To the state, all are equal and are entitled to be treated equally in matters of state's religion cannot be mixed. Any state government which pursues unsecular policies or unsecular course of actions acts contrary to the constitutional mandate and renders itself amenable to action under Article 356. What is required in order to prevent this abuse is a twofold exercise of ensuring by rule and convention the maximum objectivity and transparency in the exercise of this power by president and governor and to codify the stipulated grounds on which this article can be evoked. While ensuring its restrictive use, the basic objective under the, this article should be to restore the constitutional order in the state. There are many other critical areas such as reservation of state bills by the governor, financial allocation of resources between the union and state, growing pol politicization and subjectivity of the institution of governor, directives from union, deployment of paramilitary forces, etc., which have affected the smooth working of the union-state relations.
the net effect has been the excessive concentration of power in the union. Thus, what is now required is the offloading and decentralization or deconcentration or devolution of powers from center to state and from states to the panchayas and municipal bodies. In fact, what is required is the redistribution of competencies among three schedules 7, 11 and 12 of the constitution. The federal restructuring without disturbing the basic scheme of the constitution is required to make the principle of autonomy a reality. In the changing context of state-society relationship redistribution of competitiveness would in all probability facilitate the attainment of three basic objectives of the constitution unity social revolution and democracy being mutually dependent in attention to or over attention to as gravely astin wants any one of them will disturb the stability of the indian nation and exercise for stability should not be the sole prerogative of the center it is a collective exercise of union state and the people now let us wind up the session and take rest thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast